David, I love that candle you're burning. You seem to always have a great candle burning. I am very aware of how room smells. When you've spent over a decade with a 75 pound Labrador retriever and two teenage boys, you start to worry that your house smells like the inside of a gym bag. I would imagine so. You know what I wish we'd had for the last decade? What? That Puro Air Purifier we now own and use all the time. I love my Puro Air too. Did you know that indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? Yes, I lived with two teenage boys. I can 100% testify <laughs> to that. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Gases from a preteen boy? <laughs> I'm dreading when my nephews start making those gases. Just you wait. Thankfully, Puro Air uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. You wouldn't drink unfiltered tap water, so why would you breathe unfiltered air? Thanks to my Puro Air Purifier, I feel like I can breathe again. Check it out at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time, getpuroair.com. Check it out now. Hey friends, welcome to the Raising Boys and Girls podcast. I'm Sissy Goff. And I'm David Thomas. And I'm Melissa Trevathan. And we're so glad you joined us for this conversation. Let's dive in. Rachel Cruz loves helping people get out of debt, take control of their money, build wealth, and actually have fun in the process. She's a certified financial coach, a New York Times bestselling author, host of The Rachel Cruz Show, and co-host of The Smart Money Happy Hour. More importantly, she is married to Winston and is the mom of Amelia, Caroline, and Charles. We are proud to call her our friend and delighted to share this conversation with you. We're just so grateful you're here. Oh, thank you, guys. Yes, Thanks for having me so, back. Are you kidding? Good we would sad. sit down with you any day, anytime. Yes, we would. So kind. Talk about anything. Thank you. She's one of our favorite people. Yeah. Oh, That's I feel the, the same way. Feel the same way. Well, and I have to say, um, so I don't know if you know this. We've never talked about this probably, but, you know, me being from Arkansas. Yeah. So in Arkansas, we don't call them sleepovers. We call them bunkin' parties. Oh. Isn't that cute? I it's love so it. so much cuter than a sleepover yes. bunkin' party. Yeah. So Henry and Witt came over for a bunkin' party last night. Yes. And Witt went to sleep, and I read Henry three books. And the first book he picked was I'm Glad for What I Have. Are you serious? Yes, oh. I'm serious. That makes me feel so, so good. So last night, we were laying in his little bed reading that wonder of a book. It was so sweet. Oh, I'm so glad. And I have to say, I mean, you know, Henry is fantastic. And yes, yes. As a four-year-old. So we had a family here. I'm getting in way ahead of myself. No, great. I love it. Are we recording? I want yeah, all this yeah, on. Yeah, okay, absolutely. good. So I want to make sure you hit the button. <laughs> we have this hilarious family that years ago, the mom came to me and she said, well, we're dealing with a case of the Moors at our house. Uh-huh. Like I want oh, yeah. more and more and more. Yep. And I think as a four-year-old, Henry's got a little bit of the Moors yes. currently. And especially yes. because his birthday is November 30th and then Christmas. And oh, so yeah. I was so grateful. I just felt like... Oh. 
God dropped this book into my house tonight. I'm through so glad. Sweet Rachel, for oh us to read together. I just loved it. It was beautiful and how you wove in faith. And I mean, just so sweet. So we're going to come back to that. Thank but, you. But before. I appreciate that so much. Well, I I'm mean so it wholeheartedly. You, you people, get on Amazon right now. <laughs> drop right in, now. Drop it in your shopping cart. Get this book. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, it's so funny because now, as a parent, as my kids get older, I'm like, it's this, it's those conversations that come yes. up and then being in the world of money so often, I'm like, I'm mostly just talking to adults, you know, but talking to adults about contentment, talking to yes. adults about gratitude and what it's it look like to win with money, not just with numbers, but also just like the value of what it is in your life and making sure it has that proper place, right? Because mm. money can get out of whack sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing all my little people start saying things back to me that I was like, oh, that's a red flag in an adult. And you're four saying we can just get it on Amazon. Like that's yes. what they would say, you know, they would make these little comments. And so honestly, yeah, that, that was part of my thing is I was like, I need a book to read to them at night mm. that just reinforces this message and reinforces it to me too. And that's yes. what I wanted. I wanted the message obviously to be for the kids, but I was like, I want as an adult to hear that message because there's kids books and y'all know that at the end it's like, okay, chicka, chicka, boom, boom. That's great. We're learning so the alphabet yeah. and it's great. But then there's those sweet books that it makes you tear up and you're mm. like, I needed to hear that as an adult, right? Yes. And so I wanted that to to be the thing is the messages for the kids and the adults because well, it is certainly the thing. If you're four, 64, yep. we all, we 54. love stuff and we gotta, yeah, we gotta, yep. we can all struggle. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I gotta, I'm gonna come back to that. But um, we tell us a little bit about your family before we go much further. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, um, Married to Winston, it'll be 14 years coming wow. up next month. And then we have three little ones. So Amelia so is cute. third grade. She's eight. Caroline is kindergarten. She's six. And then Charles is four, preschool. Four. So There you go. Four in the moors. Four in the moors. Yeah, yep. that is it. That's it. So yeah, we are, uh, we got it. We got all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it would be, Rachel, impossible for someone to be in close proximity to the two of us and not know about you and your mm -hmm. work because we're such fans and we love yes. you. But for the two people who are listening right now who don't, <laughs> will you yes. talk a little bit about your work, the live show, the podcast, kind of the oh, common thanks. thread between all the work you do? Yes. So I work at Ramsey Solutions and I've been there for yeah, 14 years now, full time. Your whole life. Basically, my, yeah, I will yeah. say that. My whole life, yes. <laughs> Dave's my dad. So that's part of the family, the family business. I was telling someone the other day, I was like, I remember having memories as a kid, like stuffing envelopes with with books, you know, wow. and peeling it back and putting shipping labels on it, you know. So, so yeah, I guess it's been my whole life yes. I've been there. But full-time speaking and writing and creating content um, has, yeah, now been, I guess, 13, 13 or 14 years. And so, yeah, my, I mean, my heart is, it's around money and helping people, not just with the tactical side, which is important, you know, whether it's Roth IRAs or mm -hmm. mortgage rates or whatever the conversation is, um, that's important, but also changing your habits and getting in a place where money doesn't control you and overwhelm you, because that's yes. how a lot of people are. It's a lot of paycheck to paycheck living is what a lot of people experience. And, and that creates a lot of stress, a lot of sleep at night. And so I want people free from that. I want money not to control them, but that they have control over it. And so being able to do that with tactics, getting out of debt and budgeting and all that, but mm. also the heart side of it, like we said earlier, yes. with contentment and understanding what role does this play in my life? Because it's feeling like it's it, it's feeling like it's huge. And it doesn't need to be huge. It just needs to be a tool in your life to create a life that you love. And that's what it is. And so 
Uh, so yeah, so a lot of content around that. And um, so yeah, I have a show, the Rachel Cruz show. So it's podcast and YouTube. And then another podcast, Smart Money Happy Hour with one of my friends, George Camel. So we do a fun uh, weekly podcast that and I co-host the Ramsey show as well and write some books and all of it. So yeah. All of it. So many it's things. good. Yeah, it's fun. It's yes. a fun, uh, it's a fun er- sector of life to be in. It's kind mm. of random, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I like talking about mutual funds and gratitude. Well, that's what <laughs> I love so much that it's both. I'm so yeah. grateful. Yes. And you know, we had you on, was it in the Intentional Parenting series? I think that season. And you said something that I remembered walking through mm. Disney World with Henry. Yeah. About this is such a gift that we get to be in this place. Like yes. God has given us gifts that we get to have fun with. And That's right. this is one. And I mean, I just, I don't think I would have thought about travel and different opportunities mm. we have and taking those back to being a gift and taking it back to God. I just would have been like, this is awesome. We're at Disney World. You know, so totally. I just was so, I don't remember mm. exactly how you said it. You said it much better on the podcast. But Thank you. But I'm so thankful. So your voice is resonating in my head a lot. Thanks. Susan. And now through this amazing book, y'all, I'm pointing to it. And because you can't look at it, the illustrations are Aren't so they precious. Oh, they're so sweet. One well, with a kid's book, that's like a big part of it, right? I mean, like you want the story to be great. But the, I mean, the illustrations are just as important, in my opinion. Yes. So finding an artist. Uh, oh. So Lauren Gallegos. She, she's out of California and she's amazing. And I told her, I was like, and I'm not an artistic person at all. You guys like creative. It's just not my strength. And I'm like, I want the squirrels, parent, the parent squirrel's eyes to look disappointed. Can you do that? I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how to do that. And she conveyed every emotion oh. through these little animals. Yeah, like did. it was amazing. That's exactly what happened when we read it. We would turn a page and Henry would say, why is he sad? Yes, he yes. looks mad. I mean, he knew okay. so quickly. The so emotions of it. She nailed it. She did so great. I and know. Can and I just read the last two sentences? Yes. Or the last phrase? For God's love is true. And in so many ways, only his love will fill up all of your days. Just the sweetest. So sweet. Thank you. Well, will you talk, I mean, you kind of have talked about this a little bit, but when you wrote it, what were you really mm-hmm. hoping kids would gain? I would want I wanted a message that was drilled into them that stuff is fun, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of the Disney World thing. Yes. Like, yes, there's going to be toys, there's going to be things, and that's okay. But it's not going to fulfill you the way you think it will. It just won't. And I experienced that as an adult. My kids experienced that. I literally just had a conversation with our six-year-old just yesterday. She's sitting on her bed. They went to the dentist, so they got little trinkets and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, one broke already, and it's, you know, uh-huh. everything. And she's just like, I just want to go to Brilliant Sky. There's a little toy store here. I just want to go to Brilliant Sky and just get more and get more. I just, it just makes, and she said, it makes me just feel excited, Mom. I, you know, and I'm like, yeah, it does. And I get that. Right. Mom feels that way when yes. J. Crew has a sale. Like, I, like yes. I get that. It's very exciting and very fun. I told her, but Caroline, you know how you feel about your toys that you got from the dentist this morning? You're not excited about those right now, are you? She's like, not really. I'm like, yeah, because it fades so quickly. Mm. And so, again, not that it's bad, but that feeling that you get, that fulfillment that you think, and right, fast forward to being an adult, and that could be purchases like a car. I mean, that could be tens of thousands of dollars, right, that you can bank on that this thing is going to make me happy, Mm. when the truth is it's not. Mm. And... And as cheesy as it sounds, but I'm like, understanding your faith mm. and that God take everything away and what is still true, what mm. is still true. And it's like, God is crazy about you. Mm. And when you can rest in that promise, I think there's so much peace that comes over 
less chasing after the next. Um, and so that's a huge, yeah, that was a huge message that I just, I'm like, I just want that drilled into my kids' heads mm. over and over and over. And hopefully thousands of other kids' heads too. And again, the reminder as a parent reading that, being like, that's right, that's right. I can't buy it and yeah. I can't buy my way into happiness. Mm. David, how has your morning been? Truthfully, I'm glad to be here. What happened? I almost didn't get out of bed this morning. I am so in love with my cozy earth sheets. So am I. It's like a giant hug every night at bedtime, and I don't want it to end. So I almost didn't come this morning. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you did because we've got some great podcast guests this season. We do. And if we ever get Oprah as a guest on this show, we are going to talk about those sheets. That is exactly right. Oprah named them one of her favorite things in 2018. They are one of my favorites in 2023. Cozy Earth's linen collection adds a breezy classic charm to your space. Cozy Earth's best-selling bamboo sheet set is temperature-regulating, incredibly soft, and my personal favorite. The temperature-regulating is saving my life and my marriage. (laughs) Connie likes her side to feel like Florida in July, and I want my side to feel like Colorado in January. Why settle for less? Discover Cozy Earth's exquisite bedding for your best night's rest. Cozy Earth provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. Visit CozyEarth.com and get up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code RAISING. That's 35% off site-wide when you use the code RAISING. Every holiday season, I start craving the same foods. Me too. At Halloween, I want a lot of candy. At Thanksgiving, I want everything on my plate to be a shade of beige. (laughs) Turkey, dressing, (laughs) potato casserole. At Christmas, I want sausage balls and monkey bread. Those foods all taste great, but they aren't necessarily great for me. I hear you. But thanks to AG1, I can also make sure I'm putting good things into my body. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Thank goodness, because the only thing I've been elevating is my waistline. (laughs) I recommend AG1 to all my family and friends because it is formulated based on the latest science and maintains high quality standards. I love the individual packets we can toss in our backpacks when we head to Texas and South Carolina this month. AG1 is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash RBG. That's drinkag1.com slash RBG. Check it out. Sissy, we just spoke in town last night and reminded the parents in the room about putting on their oxygen mask first. That great reminder that flight attendants give parents when they board flights. 
with summer rolling around and kids home more hours of the week than ever, that reminder feels so important. A hilarious dad who works from home told me last night at the book table that when school ends, sometimes his sanity does as well. (laughs) (laughs) You know who could help that dad out? Our friends at Wendy. Wendy is here to help parents relieve the stress in finding high quality sitters when they need them. I am talking daily with parents who are worried about summer childcare logistics. Wendy offers a nanny service where they match college students with families for the summer. We all love summer and your kids especially love summer, but we lose the consistent schedule of kids in school. This creates all kinds of problems. Thankfully, there is a solution to this problem. Wendy, that's W-Y-N-D-Y, is an app that connects families to college student nannies literally in minutes. These college student nannies are background checked, interviewed, and honestly, just awesome. Wendy has been around for seven years. Over 20,000 families have used Wendy to complete more than 140,000 jobs. There are hundreds of qualified college student nannies on Wendy ready to work near you. Families have greater childcare needs in the summer and college students are looking for jobs. Wendy is here to match families to these college nannies. Everybody wins. This could be part-time or full-time. Wendy has a match for your needs. All you have to do is go to wendy.com slash rbg to start a search for a nanny. And as a special offer, they are going to knock $50 off your search if you go through that link. Wendy provides top-notch service, but at a fraction of the cost of a traditional nanny agency and no ongoing fees. Here's how it works. Go to wendy.com slash rbg to start your search. A Wendy concierge will find great matches for your job and set up interviews for you. You choose the one you like. Get started now because there are a lot of parents out there looking for nannies for the summer. Go to wyndy.com slash rbg. Okay, I love when you talked earlier about your passion for both the practical and the deeper things side by side. And would love to ask you, Rachel, what would you say are three practical things that parents could do to move kids away from entitlement and toward gratitude? Oh, um, tactically, you know, I think one of the best gifts you can give your kids is work teaching them a level of responsibility. Um, you know, and I tell parents, there's some things they'll do around the house that you don't pay them on, that they just learn, you know, they are part of the family and that's what we're going to do. Uh, but I do think that there are, there should be some chores designated to pay them, you know, and, and depending on everyone's budgets out there, you can decide the dollar amount. But I think when they earn money and equate, okay, if I am productive and I work, yes. that's where money comes from. It doesn't just come from mom and dad. And so tying that early, I think is I think it's huge, and it gives them. And I mean, y'all are the experts, so you know this. But I'm like, it so it good. does give them the sense of dignity. Even my four year old, yes. when you when they clean up the toys, it's like, oh, I made progress. I'm a, I can be an effective person, right? I can yes. see this like cause and effect. So, um, so that's big. And when they earn money, uh, you know, I always tell them split it into three categories: give, save, and spend. And you can do this with like little jars or envelopes. Um, but I think building all three of those, I call them just like money muscles. Like it's just, it's mm. part, it's ingrained in who they are, but they're always givers. They're always going to be saving for something to, that delayed gratification and then spend yes. and enjoy and have fun with it. Yes. Right. Cause that's part of money too. So those are just like a couple of things. And, and to 
there's so much grace in it. I mean, again, I teach this stuff every day and we're, just, I mean, we don't, we're not consistent even at our house, right? I'll look up and I'm like, oh God, it's been two weeks. <laughs> we probably, we got to sit down and like talk about this again. Um, but yeah, I just, I want them, I want them to know that. And just to know like practical stuff in life that when your toy breaks, that costs money to replace mm-hmm. and that money comes because mom and dad leave home and go to work. Like it's, it's tying all this together. It's not mm-hmm. this like magical thing that the Amazon guy just appears and it's, yes. you know, and it's there. So so I'd say that. And then as they get older, I think putting some level of financial responsibility on them, you know, in their teens. I, I love like just a student checking account that you can just open up under your name as the parent and give them a debit card and just say, mm-hmm. hey, you got to learn how to, you know, here's money for gas and clothes and movies, whatever you're doing with your friends. Like maybe you put a set amount of money in there, but they have to be the ones to budget it and get through the month. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's small things like that. Because I think when they learn those practical ways with money and make the mistakes. It's under your roof and it's very inexpensive mistakes that they're making versus the first time that they handle money is out on their own, you know, at college or beyond. So, um, so yeah, those are a couple of things that are just easy and it doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. And is the, I mean, I love that. And we talk so much about chores being linked to confidence in kids. Oh, yes. Yes. And so, I mean, not only are you teaching them the value financially, but you're instilling things inside of them that are so important. Yes, absolutely. Well, so as you're saying that, so are, is the, is it an allowance or is it like they're paid per? Sure. I know. Yeah. yeah we always, I always say they're, they're being paid a commission. Okay. A commission. <laughs> Not that's an good. allowance. Yes. Oh, I know. That's good. And again, it's so funny. I'm like, I don't know how much power each word puts yes, on it, but right. there is something about like, oh, I'm just going to give you money because you're here. Yes. And I'm like, no, you get money because you were productive yeah. around the home yeah. and we're going to tie it to that. And if you don't do that chore, then yeah, the result is, yeah, you don't get that money, but you can, you can do it. So it's kind of a cause and effect. Yeah. And thing. then you're, you're having to hover over them less to make sure. Yes, that's right. Too. That's right. Yes. That's it's kind of that natural consequence. Yes. But yeah. Um, and yeah, again, it's very great. age appropriate, a lot of grace in all of this, but it's just starting that conversation and feeling, and what's funny about, or at least my kids they want to. Like my two girls are like, oh no, they want to, they have something they want to save up for. So they're like, mom, can we do more tours? Can we? Aww, I mean, they ask for it now. Great. And I'm like, okay. So it's starting to kind of, starting to kind of click. Yeah. And do you have, like, do you put give, save, spin in jars in front where they see it accrue? Yeah. So Ramsey, we have oh, clear, have we have some banks. Yeah. Oh, so it's fun. a clear little bank that has three areas that they can like drop it in Ooh. and see it. Yeah. Um, and what's funny too, your kids, pers- you know, kids have such different personalities. So my oldest, it's always precise and she always has tons of money. She just, she doesn't spend it a lot. My middle, number one, she'll spend everything. And if we give her money, we'll ask like the next day, she's lost it. Like, mm. so I'm like, babe, you have, you have to keep up with your money. You know, so mm-hmm. even that, she's just all over the place. But I'm like, it's fine. We're, <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to be super practical. Yes, 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 yes. So in an age of Venmo. Yes. I mean, I hire my little neighbor kids when I'm at Hopetown to take out my trash, and I never have cash. I mean, yes. do you feel like parents need to go make sure they have cash then so that it does feel transactional I for know. the kids? So it, I know. It's not convenient. Yes. But I'd say yes. Okay. That's because good. especially for the younger ones. Now, once yeah. they probably hit, I don't know, fifth grade, middle school, you could yeah. probably go more electronic. But especially for the little ones, I'm like, I want them to see it. Mm-hmm. There's something about visually seeing money. And even for adults, studies yeah. have come out that you spend less when you visually see it, and now you even spend less when you're actually using a card versus just Apple Pay on your phone, clicking a button versus an actual action of a swipe 
or getting Ooh. money out, you spend less when you actually have a more tactical um, uh, yeah, thing with you. Yes, yes, yes. So Wow, that's fascinating. Well, and it's so aligned with, we talk about kids pre-12 in terms of their cognitive development are in mm. what we call concrete thinking. So everything you're saying makes sense. It's like, I need that concrete experience mm-hmm. of holding the money. and. Yeah seeing the jar build in those ways yes, where that's right. the Venmo Apple Pay piece is more abstract. And, yes. and you're right on target. It's like they can't make the same connection. Totally, yeah. That and there's something yeah. interesting about when they have the money and we go to Target or Brilliant Sky, you know, mm-hmm. to spend it. And they have to like, they have to let go of it. Mm. And it's gone, you know, yeah. and then they get the toy. So I'm like, even visually like oh, feeling that so exchange is, is helpful. But um, of course, they always end up like with tax. They've overspent, you know. So sure. parents too, a lot of grace in it, yeah. you know. The, That's yeah, so it came. Good. I remember one time so we, we were there recently, and they were above like two dollars and thirty eight cents. And Amelia was like, "Oh my gosh, mom!" And I was like, "I'll get it. Oh, you're fine. You did great. You did great." So parents pay the tax sweet. if you need to. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> so I love it. Well, and sharing about your sweet kiddos. Mm-hmm. This season of the podcast is called Ages and Stages. So we're kind of talking through the different ages and stages. And you have stage one and stage two kids. What have you loved about their ages? Oh, goodness. So the oldest, Amelia, I've I've loved having older kids. Mm. As they get older, not that I didn't enjoy them as babies, but I think I'm like, I think I'm more of a older kid mom. I'm like, mm. give me the middle school drama. Okay. I'm like, oh, let's talk about be great let's, with that. Let's yes. talk about it. I want to hear, you know, versus when they're like one and you're like, I don't know what you want. Like, oh my gosh. So with Amelia, I mean, we've had so many nights where I just sit in bed and she just starts talking mm. and everything she says, I'm like, that makes sense. Mm. I get that. I get, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're actually like a little human that I yeah. genuinely enjoy. Like mm. not just having to like, oh, I'll play trains with, you know, that's fun in its own way. But sitting and actually having a conversation and hearing her process stuff. I mean, it's been so fun. Mm. It has been so fun. I'm like, I could just hang out with you all day. <laughs> so yeah, that's, I'm like in the older, the older stages. Mm. They, it's been fun. It's been fun. So that's been great. Wait, what's the cutoff on, on stage one well, and two? Is it six? We get in different places it's a little with different boys, and with boys and girls. I would say like five with girls, zero to okay. five. And stage one boys are birth to four. Okay, 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 okay. So Caroline then would technically be stage two as well, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, where she, and again, it's personality too. She's just, she's way more, I can't nail her down. She's like jello. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, can you look at me? Can we talk? Um, but she's been, yeah, she's been so fun. She's getting there. I can feel it. I'm like, okay, mm. she's good. Uh, and then Charles, yeah, four years old. Oh my gosh. He's, he's funny. Mm. Like, my girls are fun and all that, but he has like this sense of humor that's come out. And I guess it's that age, but kind of goofy. I mean, there's sometimes that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just so goofy. But um, but they, and maybe because he's the only boy too, we just kind of doll over him. Like, so he mm. makes us laugh and like, yeah. Boys are funny though. Can they I say this? Funny. I'm like, yes. I mean, David, I remember changing his diaper when he was like, I mean, nine months old and like, you know, a toot would come out or, or pee or whatever. And he would laugh as a baby. And I'm wow. like, what is that in boys? I'm like, the whole bathroom humor That's thing so he thinks is just the absolute funniest thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. So yes. anyways, it makes me laugh, but yeah. Oh, Tigger said toot last night on the show we were watching and Henry could not stop laughing. Yes, sure. I'm so like, funny. I don't know what it is. Well, they I don't just, know what it is either. They are just fascinated by 
Burps and toots. They love those sounds that come out either end, don't they? Yes. They are. Oh, it's so great. So great. What would you say has been a more challenging stretch Mm. or season? With the oldest, Amelia, God, parenting is so, it's so interesting because Mm. she had, and it was, she's not a dramatic kid. So Mm -hmm. she has like kind of her two little friends Mm -hmm. and she's good. Where Caroline, my middle, has she could name off 12 friends and, you know, all of it. So I have a feeling Caroline will be a little bit more of our drama, but we haven't gotten there yet at kindergarten, yeah. so we're fine. Yeah. But Amelia, she had a little incident on the playground. It wasn't big. She wanted to be part of this little group. They were doing, like, some cheers and stuff. She asked to be part of it, and they told her no. Mm. And and so she came home, and we were laying in bed talking. I was like, so how's the playground? I'm always curious socially. Could you sit with that lunch? Mm-hmm. Should you play with uh, the social end? And so she told me the story, but she said it just— as a matter mm. of fact as possible. And you guys, I <laughs> whooshed. Like I sat there and I could feel my body. Like I was like, mm. <gasps> I was like, oh my gosh, what's your top emotion right now? I'm like, are you okay? I was like, <laughs> I mean, I was so worried. And she's like, I'm good, mom. No, Audrey, you know, you know, so-and-so we were playing and and I went and played with them like I usually do. And she wasn't faced, but you guys, it faced yeah. me. I'm all little mm. Rachel. I could feel mm-hmm. like my little inner child because I was more Caroline. I wanted to be accepted. It was such a, I wanted friends. Like mm-hmm. that would have, crushed me as a kid. So not parenting out of my own self has been a struggle because everything in me, and even like we'll be at a birthday party and she will, she'll kind of be off by herself. And I'm like, I'll pull your chair up, Amelia. I can put, I'll put it with the group. I'll put, and she's like, mom, I'm good. I'll I'll finish this. And I'm like back with the moms and I'm like, she's good. She's good. Don't worry worry about her. (laughs) I'm I'm slightly worried about you. Everything's fine. Like I find myself being insecure about it. So it's, it's just crazy. It's come. It's me. It's all my mm. stuff. So that's come out more, the older kids. Mm. So that's been a challenge. I can feel it in me. So I'm just very aware. We see and I'm that like, we're different all the time with ex- more extroverted parents and introverted kids. Okay. Yes. Specifically, that it feels like <gasps> they're not okay. They're off on their own, or they're reading so much, or they're you know. I remember a mom and daughter. She came to me and said, "I, I think my daughter's really unhappy in group." And I said, "Tell me what's happening." She said. She walked out of the building and some of the girls were hugging and she didn't hug anyone. She came straight to the car. And then me approaching the girl and she said, my mom would want to hug everyone on the way out. And I don't. <laughs> yes. So yes. But what a gift, Rachel, that you know that now at her oh, age that you're yeah. already aware of it and working on it. Yeah. I mean, that's the best gift. Yes. You're going to have things rise up in you, of course. Yeah. yeah Thank what you. What a gift. Yep. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Yes, for the samples, because seasonal allergies are no joke in the state of Tennessee. Or Kentucky, where I spend the summers at Hopetown. I spend most of the summer outdoors and could not function without allergy relief. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available. Relieve sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. You just described my exact state in waking up minus the need for coffee. (laughs) I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for years, and it's been an absolute life changer. I can be outside with the kids at camp without my eyes watering like a fountain, and I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped into my throat. But at Hopetown, a frog could jump into your boat or your bed, and Claritin can't really help with that. That's true, but they've got allergies covered. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. 
fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. David, I saw you in the office yesterday carrying around two water bottles. You are taking your hydration seriously. Well, thank you for that compliment. I do take my hydration seriously and also my health. It turns out one was a water bottle and the other was my cool Haya bottle they send with your first order. Henry loved that bottle. He decorated it with stickers and carries it around with him often. I have so many things in common with four-year-old boys. <laughs> I won't comment on that. That's kind because you certainly could comment on the similarities. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and more. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Haya is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash RBG. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash RBG and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Okay, along those lines, what <laughs> mm -hmm. would you say is the best parenting advice you've been given? Okay, I'm going to quote y'all. I, I genuinely no. am because I, I don't do it well. And it's the, it's the, it's the loop that I tell myself in, mo in the hard moments, right? Because when parenting's good and fun, it's good and fun. If you're like running through a field with pumpkins, everyone's <laughs> happy and you're not challenged. Um, but I have to tell myself to be the calmest one in the room. Mm. It's literally all. And it is so... It is so hard, y'all, when, when everything is just up here and there's just, I'm like, I, I would believe the louder I get or the bigger I get, the scale, you know, whatever it is, that's going to help dissolve it. And man, and it sadly will with, with some of our kids sure. and they shut down and you feel that detaching, yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh yeah. no. Or our middle, she, she, I love her and she will probably be here in therapy for so many things <laughs> with me. Uh, but she will, oh, she will match, you. match you and mm -hmm. it is a, to and nobody wins. Nobody mm, wins. Exactly. So it is my knee-jerk reaction to control, like mm. in the chaotic times. And I feel like my go-to to control is to get big and to, uh, and I'm just telling myself, oh my God, Rachel. And when I am, when I am, it, it takes some time, but it resolves itself, right? And so it's that because when I, because part of that of like be the calmest one in the room, because I'm like, I, I know there has to be discipline, right? Mm -hmm. There's some level sure. of like, we have boundaries. Yes. But I don't want to become unattached 
to them. That attachment, we read a book about it and it was so good. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's just so key. I'm like, I just want to be, have that attachment with my kids. Um, But yeah, you got to be the parents still. So that balance is tough, but man. It's a great reminder. Be the calmest one in the room. Yes. (laughs) It's hard. So, okay, tell everybody where they can find all the different things you're doing. This book, for sure. Everywhere yes. books are sold. Yes. Yeah, okay. RamseySolutions.com, too, has okay. it in the store. So, yeah, right. you can go there. Um, and then, yeah, all the socials at Rachel Cruz, uh, the Rachel Cruz Show podcast, YouTube, all the things. Okay. there. Yeah. We are so grateful for you. Yes, we are. Thank and you And you know us well enough to know that we like to end every episode with something food-related. That's right. Yes. So we would love to ask you, we've asked you the taco question before, so today we'd love to ask you, what is a family meal that you would say defined your growing up or one that you would say might define your kids growing up? Mm, oh, that's good. The two that that came up was spaghetti. My mom always, like, it, it, spaghetti was, like, the go-to of just, like, quick meal, all of it. But she makes a chili mm. that... We had, I mean, since I was a kid, and so it's really, it's a pretty easy recipe. So I make it now, and as parents out there know, it's either hit or miss whether your kids eat the dinner or not. I mean, whether they like it or not, and you're just like, oh my gosh. But it's the it's the one it's the one one of the meals that they everyone loves. Wow. So when you can have like a home run, easy, and it's fall right now, and mm. I see the beautiful trees outside as we're recording this. So that that I would say that that chili that mom made growing up you can I can like still smell it mm. and to have that even that smell in our kitchen yes. you know you're just like oh my gosh this is like childhood yeah childhood that's so, so i would say that mhm that or the olive garden it has a deep place in my heart that's olive where that's garden. where we would go for birthdays when we were little yes. we never went out to eat sticks. yeah we never went out to eat but you got to go out to eat on your birthday and you'd go to olive garden so mm. that has a little special place in my heart too <laughs> Do you share your chili recipe? Uh, or is it secret? No, it's not a secret. I'm trying to think if, if I could, could put it in our um, show notes. Oh, yeah. Can, I bet we could. could totally. It to it's really and, easy. It's a lot okay. of canned stuff. So don't That's get mad awesome. at that. It's not all fresh. You got a fresh onion and a fresh green pepper, but everything else. But it's really easy. Okay. It's great. We're going to put it in the show okay, notes. Okay, we'll do it. That's so so many things we can learn from you. So good. I love Rachel, it. Rachel, thank you. You just are delightful so to be yes. with every single time. Y'all are awesome. Thanks so for having me. Thanks for all your work, too, you guys. You literally are helping parents. I mean, it is like... It's such a struggle, it, you know, and you, as a parent too, you sometimes just feel so helpless. So to have mm. people that like speak truth and give you these phrases and these thoughts, like, okay, I'm not crazy. Mm. Other people are going through this and here's where I can go. Here's how I can be direct myself. Yeah. Thank you all for both of you guys. I love you. Thank you. If you are enjoying the Raising Boys and Girls podcast, click follow on your podcast listening app to subscribe and not miss an episode. Join us next time for another episode where we'll bring you help and hope on your journey of raising boys and girls. 